Everybody, hello, questers, on this Oak Island Tuesday night, even though it's just a behind-the-scenes podcast up there. Podcast, I mean, production. We still go forward. Hello, everybody. How's everybody doing today? Get my hellos in there. Hello, Kurt. Uh, Gloria. David. Joanne, Wade, Sydney, there's Wade, uh, Ashley's in the house, Doug W's in the house, here we go, we're cooking, we're cooking. And there's Caroline. <laughs> Quadrilateral. I don't know where they come with these words up. Uh, up with these words, Caroline. I have no idea. Hello, Jeff. Hello, Troy. Hello, Gary. As people pile in. Hello, Tammy. Where's Tammy's in the house? Yep, every year we get one show of them giving us some little bit of backstory on how the production's made, how they get filmed, how they've just been followed around to find whatever they're going to find at the time they find it. So they don't know what they're going to find. They're just as surprised as the guys videotaping. Uh, hello, Judy. Judy will be with me tomorrow night. 6.45, going over a little synopsis of tonight's show. You know, we got to have that, guys. We got to have that. Today, 51 degrees and sunny here. I couldn't believe my eyes. I actually saw some brightness coming through the windows here. Not down here in the studio, but that's a nice sight. You know what I mean? That's a nice sight. But, yeah, we got a lot of couple of... Uh, things I want to go over um, after we say our thank yous, some corrections that were made on the videos, um, also with uh, Daniel and Charlotte's four-part series on the, uh, the real 90-foot stone, which we wanted to put on YouTube for the world to see. A lot of people on YouTube don't go to Facebook, but some people say it was blurry. Some people say it was readable. But you know me, I'm a perfectionist. So on the bottom of each video of Daniel and Charlotte's, in the comment section, under the video, it allowed me to print it all out for you guys to read that do not read it on the Quest of Oak Island Facebook page.
Yep, Joanne. So that's where they'll be. Part four will be there also. Maybe we can clear it up a little bit. But just like on the bottom of the comment section on YouTube, below the video, it's all print. I can't put it in the video because it's got like 5,000 word limit and 2,500 word limit. And there's all kinds of limits like on Twitter and everything. You only can put so many words in. And they also count spaces. So they count spaces as a letter, even though it's blank. Learning something new all the time. Too hot tech for me. So long as it posted all out, it's posted on uh, Patreon for the members there. It's also posted on uh, the commentary on the YouTube side. It takes all the text there. But on YouTube, that was something different. So we live and learn. And there he is. The Professor Daniel Spino. Thanks for coming in. So that was the deal I wanted to tell you about that. I hope everybody will read this four-part series with Daniel and Charlotte for the people that are not on Facebook and do not see it. So read up on it, guys. It's fantastic. The up, Connors. The quadrilateral move, March 28, 2023. While the dreaming operation gets closer and closer to its destination, the team is shocked to discover evidence of an ancient safe. Well, that's a pretty good trigger word there. Ancient safe, I would say. So let me get my uh, thank yous in here. For the YouTube members, the Patreon members, and everybody that helps me so much. On the support side, I want to thank Wayne, Carol, Virginia, Gary, Rebecca, Becky, uh, a person, Caroline, Barbara, Starlene, Jeff, Mark Sandala, Roxy and Jazdia, and Joanne and Harvey for their support. Don't forget the captain level now is only $2 a week, a total of it's $7.99 a month if you want to support the channel and podcast if you like it. I know it's hard times. But I think $2 a week is a fair a fair price. I also want to thank Judy, which I'll talk to her tomorrow and tell her. And also Daniel, so much work he does. So much research. It's just unbelievable. Also, now the springtime is coming. Osprey Muyan will be flying. He does that great video. Very professional. And also we got John Snoopy Meisner. I guess he fight, flies his plane around and he'll throw us some screenshots of what he sees. And we'll see all his photos that he took on St. Paddy's Day on tomorrow's podcast. I only put up two or three. He had about 25 photos uh, of the island when he flew over St. Paddy's Day. The paid members get that first. And uh, I want to thank John and his gang. Uh, for doing that and also to alex watkins and jury nason and to the annapolis valley flight training center up there in nova scotia so you'll see all 25 snapshots tomorrow of the island for the public to see hello luann hope everybody's good hello matt hello deborah from georgia 
I also want to thank my moderators, Tammy, Judy, Daniel, Starlene, Michelle, Kathy, BC, and Tanya from Portugal, and our lifetime contributor, Chris Adona. I got to thank my main members, like I say all the time, comes from the Facebook group with about 70,000 members strong. Also to my people here live on YouTube, live on Facebook, and live on Twitter. We're starting to build up a little member stream on Twitter, guys. And also, they changed the Anchor Audio Podcast to Spotify for podcasters. And Spotify does take the video part, not only the audio, but the rest takes the audio. I think for the people over there on Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon, and all the rest of you guys over there, you guys really help us out a lot. I just got to remember to be more descriptive so you guys know what's going on. All righty, let me see. Get some screening up here. Some talking points. Then we'll get right into it. Hello, Virginia. Let me bring up one more slide, guys. Hold on. My brain is foggy today. Already there. Okay, I'm up. (laughs) Remember to be positive. You got it. You got it, guys. You got it. Yep, Tommy. We're getting there. Getting towards the end of the season. And obviously, that's a sad part of it. You know what I mean? what they're going to hold back. I'm pretty sure about 95% we got a season 11. And uh, we'll go from there. All right, let me see this here. All righty. A couple of talking points there. Oh, dot to dot, uh, Michael Braham was correct on his location of the boulders that I found uh, through a video from Osprey Muyai. But was marked the quadlateral spot, which it wasn't, which we got to find out what the heck was that boulder finding that Billy was digging on the side of the swamp. So then Brian Farrell, you remember him, he was on season 10 and he was on here live with a podcast. He'll be back very shortly. This is exactly where the quadlateral dig is. If you see it up on top there. 
Hello, sunshine. And Dave Burrows is in the house. It's approximately location is approximate. Now, 165 feet northeast of Cone A on the north side of the road. You see the road. And you see where it has it marked. Quadlateral. So that's exactly where the quadlateral is. My question is what we found with all those big boulders coming out of the side of the swamp. Those white granite boulders is like, what the heck is that? If it's not the quadlateral that I thought, but the dot, the dot, um, it's not the wrong location. It's the location I gave him so he gets all the credit. And showing you that spot is just unbelievable. So there's the location of where they're digging that you'll see on the 28th. That's the location we're at, guys, just to show you where on the island we are. Now you know, Luann. You see it's got marked out in a little green square next to the road there. That's where it's at, guys. Don't forget, guys, like and share if you can. Not share, like. Support. Subscribe if you can, please. I really appreciate it. I thank you so much for the people that have been supporting me. Now, on this double map, on the left, you'll see the triangles of Fred Nolan's triangles and uh, dot to dot did a video on this that I'll post after that I forgot to do that. He has a section of video on Fred Nolan's triangles and the triangles were pointing right down to the swamp where he thought the treasure would be. So that's what that red aerial arrow is in that circle. And that's coming off the piles of stone there, the three piles of stone that was making an arrow towards that section. That's why he was so interested in what was in the swamp. The picture on the right is the question mark. Hello, Dina. Thanks for coming in. Now, you see the circle there, right, on the right-hand picture? I mean, it's labeled a quadlateral but that's where all the white rocks were being dug up. The quadlateral is where he made a treasure site pit. Fred Nolan with 56 boulders, took them all out. And I guess they're just redigging things up like they did on Smith's Cove. Well, they know everything's there. They just got to dig it up. Well, they know the treasure site there. Fred Nolan's got maps on everything that was shown last week. So they're just digging up places that they already dug up and refilled in. So I don't consider it a big wahoo moment, guys. So here the question was, hello, Jan. My question is, when we found all these white rocks in this area, where you see on the overlay by dot to dot right there. 
And there's the triangle up there. This is on Fred Nolan's map. So we're going right off of Fred Nolan's map. And there's the triangle up there. It's right on his survey. Everything's there. But I think we're just going over things that are already seen, already dug up, and already reburied. So it doesn't really float my boat. But that's just me as part of my surveying and engineering background. No holy schmoly, holy mooyan, because I'm still waiting for the mooyan. And I think that's going to be right at the end. My concern is this place here. You guys going to follow me on this one? Are you ready for this one from Johnny's brain? A lot of people that I have mentioned this position to, either they don't know or I heard crickets. This is on the side of the want, the side of the swamp, Ashley. Now, the date of this, the date of this is October 30th of 2022, okay? Getting towards the end of the season. So Johnny's brain, even though he keeps on saying, holy mooyan, lordy forty, I'm thinking about the mooyan because I'm thinking of the direction we're going with that information. Does it take as long to interpret the information as it is in the ground? If it's seven months in the ground, is it going to take seven months to get the information? I have no idea. Can't get no answers. But yet we see this, which is not mentioned anywhere. On October 30th, 2022, during the filming of season 10. This was not on the show. This is from Osprey Muyan. So, which I was looking for, and you can look back on the videos from Osprey Muyan. I want everybody to look back. If the Muyan technology gave us a position, and if they got the permits, that quickly, I looked all over the island for new dig sites, okay? So as I'm looking all over for new dig sites, the only one I see is this. This information had to come from somewhere to dig there. And to dig like that, you have to have a permit. You know, after five feet, I guess it is. So the permit was okay to dig there. So if the Muyan technology came through, did the Muyan say to go here? I say no. You know why? Because the sensors were just at the money pit. There's no sensors on the side of the swamp. All the sensors are at the money pit. 
which John Snoopy showed us that they were taking off those sensors on St. Patty's Day. So the only new dig site that we've seen is this one here. Big old white granite boulders. So I don't know what kind of Muyan information we're going to get towards the final or into the uh, the war room in Michigan at their uh, business headquarters when we get the final say of what's going on. So I guarantee a 95% tile that we're getting a season 11 because maybe the information's coming in too slow. And we don't see anything new dug up to November. So you get what I'm saying? If we saw all of a sudden big holes being dug all over the island, well, they're searching for something from some kind of information they had. Jen, did they move these boulders from somewhere else and put them in the location for safekeeping? Who knows? Maybe they're going to start lining stones around the swamp. I don't know. I see these boulders in the bottom of the pile. I have no idea. Hello, Henry. We missed you too, Tammy. So that's my question. The only thing we see disturbed that we don't know about is this boulder section here. And I can't get any answers, so. There's a bigger takeaway. Because if you look on the lower right, you can still see two white rocks in the muck there. As far as I know, actually, no. Moving boulders and hiding them? Professor. So I don't know what they're doing here. I hear crickets, and some of them don't even know about this spot. So keep your eyes open. I'm just looking for something new. If they got new information, they got to dig somewhere else after they get a permit. This is the only area in the garden shaft that there was action. And now the treasure pit that Fred Nolan did years and years ago, they dug out 56 boulders, dug out tree stumps, and also put two 30-foot shafts over there. Maybe they're going to explore that. I don't know. So maybe they're going to take up uh, Fred Nolan's and redo his shafts too until we find something in the year 2093. And there's the spot right there. Awful strange. You know what I mean, guys? Awful strange.
And the professor, why would anyone bury boulders seemingly to hide them? What's the real being hen? They're so white that I wouldn't think they were in the ground, not unless they washed them down, right? Look how white they are, the ones on top. If they're in the ground for a little bit, they should be all muddy, no? So I don't know. I have no idea. It's just crazy. It's just crazy. Then in here, from Fred Nolan passed away, his son must have given Marty and the crew some artifacts from Fred Nolan's finds. Here is the proof from Fred Nolan's list. And then that's when I was working on the keys, but the keys didn't come up to anything. Hello, Curtis. Thanks for coming in. They call them the Cardins, the four stole Cardins located on Oak Island's north and eastern hilltop, which appear to form two triangles, one pointing west to the swamp, the other pointing northwest towards Journey's Cove. Also, the old well, a well located at the edge of the Oak Island swamp. And the remains of three ancient oak chests in the Oak Island swamp. Jan says, maybe these boulders were over the supposed swamp wall by Nolan's property. Nah. And they will put them back when they're done searching that spot. Why would they put them way the heck over there? There's that spot there. Just weird stuff. That's all I can tell you. I know, Jen. So I hope we find out something on that. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. But they already know about these locations. Just how they knew all the stuff at Smith's Cove. And they just dug it up. We didn't find nothing, really. They had dates before, but we're not production, so. You up, Ashley? Would they be moving them out of the way to reach something else? Maybe the boulders were blocking access to something. The back door. But we don't know, Ashley. It's the only place that I have no explanation for. I thought that place was the quadrilateral, and it isn't. I'm not even close to being the quadrilateral, those white rocks. I'm calling it the Fred Nolan's uh, mystery book. We'd like to have that little briefcase, wouldn't we? Yep, Tammy. We'd love to see his notes. His notes are right on.
And also, if you guys get a chance to get the William Croker's books, uh, I've been having them. And he was so close with Fred Nolan. There was a lot of things that they say in there, even Fred Nolan says, and we thought about, remember they said that wall that they found on Lot 26, they might have chips of rock that they maybe chipped off the stone at Nolan's Cross. You remember that? But Fred Nolan, in his own words, said, the boulders on Nolan's Cross are all natural. Because they didn't want to bring up any surprises that, hey, go this way, treasure dig here and all this way. They wanted them to be blended in. So in one voice, he's saying that. Yet the show showed us that the Masons were there. Not the Masons, Masons, but actual contract Masons. They know stonework. Said some of the cones on Fred Nolan's cross were flat on the bottom, almost like they were worked. So here's Fred Nolan's in his own words saying they weren't, they're just natural boulders rearranged. And yet the show shows us the Masons, the contractors coming there saying, nope, they're flat on the bottom, they were chiseled out. So I don't know, I'm getting totally confused. Sunshine, I hear so many theories. I listen to them all. Not one has been disproved yet. But something was done there, obviously. Is there still a treasure there? I don't know. We haven't found nothing in 10 years and 230 years before that. So I'm pretty sure either they're not digging deep enough or there's just nothing there. You know what I mean? Just a great story and great history. And I'll move out of the way. You can read what my past friend Chris Dona said. Here we go. See what I'm saying? And even in this book that he has, he mentions William Croker. I love William Croker's analyze and how he talked to Fred Nolan. He was there as a researcher and not only a author, but he was right there with them in there. Yup, Caroline, or they're looking on the wrong part of the island, but They got to look all over. I don't know if production of the filming crew are slowing them down. Now the permits, now the government. Now it's a real slow process when you got to get the archaeologists uh, um, in there with their dustpans and brooms. So we'll see what happens. 
But as far as I know, the Smith's Cove, they already had all that information from David and uh, Dan Blankenship. They just redug it up. This quadlateral dig or treasure site that Fred Nolan says, he's got dimensions. He's got how many boulders he took out, how many boulders were there, where it was. And they're just redigging it again. There's nothing there because Fred Nolan already dug it out. Well, Tammy, they have a treasure trove uh, license. Depends if it's an artifact or 95% or 5%. Some kind of technical words that they use to get in there. Yep, sunshine. I hear you. And this is the only cone out there that was never looked under. Why that is, I have no idea. That's the beach boulder in Nolan's Cross. And there's just a faraway shot of where they were digging all those stones out. Or why would they be putting stones in the middle of nowhere? Boulders, white granite boulders in the middle of nowhere. And there's no Muyan technology over here. The only Muyan technology is only at the money pit, which was being dismantled on St. Patty's Day, guys. So what do you think of that? Do you guys have William Croker's books? Let me see uh, out there. I think he only has two books. And I wonder why the show doesn't uh, recognize him. Something very strange is going on between when we get information from the Lagina side, the fellowship side, and Dan Nolan and Fred Nolan's side. Yep, about 10 tons, because that's a huge boulder. They're probably the same size as the stone with the carvings that got blown up. We only see the tip of the boulder. Yeah, possibly, Jen. Very good. Hello, Renee. Thanks for coming in. Um, just telling them about uh, a bunch of boulders that were dug up, thinking it was the quadlateral site and it isn't trying to find out what that site is the quadlateral uh, site is already was called a treasure pit by fred nolan that was already dug up years ago that they're just redigging up and he just filled it back in with stones and stumps so it's not really floating my boat no idea sunshine no idea no idea. I mean, the money pit is showing the uh, gold signatures. There's gold there, gold there. That's all we're hearing. Gold there, gold there. 
gonna make my head explode. And uh, that's why they're at the money pit only. I wish they'd get out of there. But then they'll come up with something else. Well, I thought for sure this would have been a telltale of season 10 for something huge. I mean, holy mullion, huge. But I don't think so. I think we're going to have the surface finds. We're going to get some more history. We're going to get some more new researchers on different aspects. I mean, we got Brian Farrell. He put an X on the, on the spot right there. Did they find anything? I don't know. Yep, Daniel, ever notice there's more questions than answers. We need to start flipping that the other way around. Yeah, the show loves it. It keeps the show going. I mean, you can't discover one big thing, then the show will be over, you know what I mean? So they're not in no hurry. But I think after a while, after 10 years, there's got to be discussions with Marty saying, hey, let's get solid answers here. Don't you think so? If we feel this way, how do they feel? You know, Barbara, we got to put some meat on the bone. Or I call it the biggest merry-go-round I was ever on. I give them my support. I'm in to the end. A thousand percent. But if you give me the same horse to go on the same merry-go-round over and over and over, after a while, I'm going to get off. I'm going to get off the ride. But as long as their numbers are showing good, production will keep on going. You know that, guys. Hello, Rand. I really don't know how many more episodes there are. They always tell us, like I was telling Judy, Judy will be on with me live tomorrow at 6.45, that they always tell us season ending in two weeks or season ending in three weeks or the last two seasons. They did that with like a drilling down in the beginning and then the two-hour final show of season 10. That's been their format. I mean, that can change. I have no idea. And I know Skinwalker Ranch is starting up. And that always starts at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. And then it'll slide back into the 9 p.m. Eastern Time when Oak Island is over with. Yep, Barbara. I mean, I love the program. I love watching. I don't watch very many things at all on TV. There's no way they're going to turn off all the water in there. It's just coming up from all which ways. Yup, Daniel. That old lady says, where's the beef? I hear you. But after 10 years, things change. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, if the History Channel's putting up a lot of money and the advertisers are putting a lot up of money and the money situation... Makes you do a lot of crazy things. I don't care who you are. So they'll keep it going until the uh, 
people don't watch and the ratings go down and that's it. Until now, we're on the merry-go-round. I get excited just as much as you guys. But when they're redigging a pit that's been dug out already decades ago and refilled in again, what's the sense of digging it out? You know, even Smith's Cove, they knew all that information. What's the sense of digging it out? We didn't find nothing there. If we didn't find the lead cross on that beach, I don't know where would we be. We'd probably be, uh, they wouldn't be on the History Channel. It would be like a private, maybe pay-per-view uh, special once a year or something. You know what I'm saying, guys? Dan Blankenship, they, they all had that. Smith's Cove and dates and everything else. Well, we just re-dug it up in the modern times. Same thing with this um, place at the Money Pit where we got a gold signature. Hello, Pirate. Thanks for coming in. So, like, tonight we're not going to find out anything. Let's show us some previews of next week's show. And go from there. All right, let's put up some screenshots of tonight's show. See what they're doing. And they jump around so much. Are we done with the wall yet? What are you cooking up, pirate? I like to cook myself. I don't know if you got my message, uh, pirate. I got the uh, new levels up. It starts at the captain level, the membership one. It's seven ninety nine a month. It's only two dollars a week. And take a look at it if you want to rejoin, guys. Everybody that was a knight, there's no more. In the old captains, there's no more. It starts at $7.99 a month to help out and support. I really appreciate it if you can rejoin or anybody can rejoin. Even though YouTube takes 30% and I put it on my taxes. It does help out if we start breaking down and some of the software that I have to buy. It all goes towards that. So if we don't start now, by the time September, October comes around, you know, all those things are due. I think uh, November, I think it is, is due. Glorious says. I see on the schedule, April 4th is called Ramping Up. Thank you, Gloria. They must put this stuff on when I'm live because I check everything up before I come on. They must know. Wait till Johnny comes on and put up new news. Professor, all this evidence means something and is connected. Those in the past probably didn't have the info we have access to now. So this all needs to be reevaluated. Yep, I agree. I'll be expanding on this soon. There goes the professor. And then Jan says, she likes the episode in Smith's Cove. I learned a lot. Even Dan was surprised at some of the structures that were exposed. Just saying, yeah. Let's see what the pirate's cooking up here. Making red cherry shrimp, butter chicken, and vegetable. 
Oh, very good. We're going to Pirate's House, guys, after the show. Yep, Pirate. I like to cook myself. Okay, I'm up. Flood Tunnel Theory Search. Please uh, subscribe and please like the channel if you're new to the podcast. I appreciate it. It says they finally got permission to go back digging in the swamp. And that is the description of that. Oh, okay. We didn't see anything. Didn't see anything shortly. Not in a while, Daniel. Not in a while. But, uh, like I said, with Daniel and Scarlett's four-part series on YouTube, go to the uh, video, and on the bottom, I posted it all in print on the bottom of the video if you can't read the text in the video. So I hope you guys are reading it. I hope you guys look into William Croker, his books. A lot of detail there on the Fred Nolan side that we don't get from the production company for some reason. You know, like David says, it's the uh, Marty and Rick show. So on that side, I'm thinking, well, let's hear more on the Fred Nolan side and the Mi'kmaq side would be very, very interesting to me. I'm not sure where his books are. eBay. I got mine off of eBay. Uh, JB, it's just a production for an hour how they filmed the show tonight with Maddie Blake. It's digging, drilling down at 9 o'clock tonight to 10. Episode number 18 next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern time is quadrilateral move that they discover evidence of an ancient safe. I don't even know what that means. Yep, about how they drill, how they drill, how they videotape the stuff we get to see and ask another 500 questions. Yep, pirate. The ship in the swamp. What happened to that? What happened to the blockage of the swamp on the end of Fred Nolan's property? What happened to the wall with the chips of stones in there? We jump around so much. Holy mooyan, Lordy 40. Yup, Renee. So here's a couple of screenshots that they showed in the promo. Don't forget, I'll be with Judy tomorrow night at 6.45 for putting a short podcast together. Tomorrow we'll be seeing John, the Snoopy Meisner, who flew over Oak Island on St. Paddy's Day. It's snapshots. It's not videos. 
snapshots, about 25 snapshots. I thank him so much. We'll be seeing that tomorrow after uh, or before our synopsis or after. I don't know. See how the show goes. Not sure, Tammy. You're going to have to look that stuff up. It's William Croker. He did two books, and I find them fantastic. Yes, it is closed to visitors. It's a private island. I don't even think the museum's going to be open. Absolutely nothing. Yep, we got to get some dates. So who knows what the big hook is going to be at the end of this season, guys. But I'm in with it. I give them my 1,000% support. But they'll have to hear me also, because I'm guess I guess I'm like a show critic. <laughs> but you say it when it's good, you say it when it's bad. Got a lot of members, Wayne Wade, when they uh, show it live, and thousands upon thousands after we get off live. Yup, Jan, they were supposed to. Uh, clear that out but something happened I can't find out a little blurry here how oh, they're filming Gary finding things thank you Jeff now you see him with that 3d scanner in the background You see them? They had a hundred of those scanners, 3D scanners over the summer. Excuse me. A hundred for five days. And they found all kinds of stuff, surface finds. No problem, Hedge. You're in. You're in with the crew. So we got to find about that. You know, the guy, the, the German guy that uh, did the scan in front of Fred Nolan's swamp on the north side to see if there's any kind of blockage there, stone wall, wooden wall, whatever. Well, they were there with a bunch of these scanners for a week, five days on Oak Island. We haven't heard a peep out of that. So I don't know what they're waiting for. No idea, Sunshine. No idea. I'm looking for something throughout the season that they can hype. The only thing I can think of is the gold signature that they're hyping. They're not hyping the ship in the swamp. What else are they hyping her? What do you guys think after 18 weeks? What do you think the big hype is? More research. We need more research. We need more data. Yep, Daniel. That's the only thing I got is the blue jewel. That's all I can think of. Yep, Rain. Ashley. 
more data, more data, overload data, holy data, enough data. Then there they are in the center. Emma is showing them how the 3D scanner looks inside the lab there. <laughs> Doug, when the news crews are flying overhead and there's nowhere to park for miles, then you know they found something. Yup, Todd. They're focusing on the gold signature. But is it going to be a letdown? You know, they pump you full of gold and all of a sudden, well, it's a natural vein. Well, it was 55 feet up in the, sh in the garden shaft because the garden shaft was full of water until this year. So whatever was happening at the 55 level, it was made as a sifter, right? So wouldn't you look all around the 55 foot level? Yeah, I hear you, pirate. But if you find gold in the wood on a shaft at 55 feet that's been flooded for decades, even though when the tides come in and out, won't you search at the 55-foot level because gold is heavy? Why would it stay up so high at 55 and get stuck in the wood? I thought about that, too. You know what I mean, guys? If there's gold at 55 feet, well, you go keep on going farther down? Or does it say the shaft worked like a old-time sift and the gold got caught there at the 55-foot level because that was the level of where something of gold is? I don't know. You got to do what you got to do. Here's Maddie in the lab. I'll be on Discord tonight at 10.15 p.m. Eastern time to go over whatever show we got here for tonight. We're on the telephones. It's fantastic. I'd like to hear all you guys. Please join us there on the QOI Discord channel. Be up, Todd. Who knows, Renee? Who knows? And this is what they're showing. Maddie driving around. Sunshine, send me an email at questofoakisland at aol.com. The link is only for QOI members. This YouTube is open to the public here. Or if you're a member to my Facebook group, the Quest of Oak Island, it's always on there. So, But I don't know if you go to the Facebook page or where you go, but email me at Island at aol.com, and I can send you a link. We didn't hear nothing else about lot five with the 47 flags on there. 
There they are at the sausage table. The upper knee. But they just have so much information that they got to put these fillers in. You know what I mean? And of course, anything that comes up new, I'll show you guys. You know? No, Dina, once you're in Discord, you're in. Not unless you deleted it. And here's whatever they found next week. It's dated 1474 to 1638. Which is what? 164 year difference. And they always take the low date, guys. Yep. They always take the low date. And also they find something that this guy says is Portuguese. And there's the robot. Thanks for coming in, robot. The blue jewel looks more to be used during the 18th century. A white foil paste jewel, maybe? Could be, robot. I don't know. So these are just a couple of highlights for next week. Like I said, Judy will be with me Tomorrow night at 6.45 with a synopsis, I got 25 screenshots from John Snoopy Meisner that flew over the island on St. Patty's Day for us, wearing the colors, wearing the hat. Now, you guys see my baseball caps, right? Do you like the gray, the red, or the black? Or what color do you think? would be fantastic. I picked the gray with the red lettering with the green trees. What do you guys think is the favorite color? Renee lives for those little dates, yeah. I think the gray still, yeah. Might have to order more, so I just wonder. Don't ask me why. Gray, unbelievable. Because uh, very shortly, in two months or three months, I'm going to have to get a hold of Roxy Steffens, who's been with me for 24 months, gets a free hat. And maybe we'll give, uh, at the end of the season, we'll have a little giveaway. We'll do our uh, spin the wheel, spin your name, win a hat deal. Uh, at the end of the season. How's that sound? Yep. When I called Fred Nolan's, 
the book of secrets. I wish we would know more. You know, I wish we would know more, but who knows? Maybe they'll come up with a big surprise, guys. Holy Mooyan surprise or a Lordy 40 surprise. I love last year when they were comparing the Portuguese uh, stuff from the Templars to Oak Island. Or as a civil engineer and a surveyor, I still don't believe in my hearts of hearts that the stone pathway in the swamp, even though it was dug up by a bulldozer and great all, that those stones, even if it's full of mud and sand and concrete, that that was bottom of a wharf. There's no way any oxen or person can walk on them stones, even if it was full of mud and grass and everything else. If you compare Tanya's pictures from Portugal, that the stones were tighter, and if they used it for many, many years, I got pictures of stones in Arizona where the wagons put actual grooves from their wooden wheels with steel around their wheels, actually put grooves in solid stone. JB, that's the thing. That's the hook. Everything comes at the end. I mean, they're already done. They already know what's going on. And we'll be watching very closely about if they're getting more action in April or end of March. But right now, there's absolutely nothing going on there except for them dismantling the Muyan centers at the money pit. That's about all that's happening. So, guys, that's all I got. We'll be with Judy tomorrow at 6.45. Enjoy the show tonight, the production of how they make the show. And see what kind of clips they give us in between about next week. I'll get all that stuff uh, for you guys. Uh, so we'll see you tomorrow. Enjoy the sunshine here. It's turning into spring, but then you got to watch out for those surprise storms. But as I always say, that you should know by now, always go forward. You may get a setback in your life, but just believe in yourself. Believe in your dreams, no matter how old you are. For tomorrow's a never given as you get older or maybe even younger. In this crazy, whacked-out world we live in, this world needs a ton of prayers by the millisecond now. It's so wild. I can't take it. So as my friend Jan always says and tells me, you be kind, and you keep smiling because you never know what that other person's going through. You keep a smile going all the time. You stay strong. You guys stay positive, stay safe. And I appreciate each one of you staying with me and our group and podcast. I thank you so much. I thank you for joining me tonight. Judy will be with me tomorrow night. I hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you. Take care. And see you at Discord on 10.15 p.m. on Post Show. And bye-bye. <laughs>